0: You're listening to another Mariner's Podcast by the fans and for the fans with news and views on the Clareton Blues. Yeah, no one, man. Have a listen. Hi, everyone. Welcome to a summary edition of the Mariner's Podcast. We hope everyone is safe and well and enjoying what hopes hopefully looks like being a, a warmer spell of weather as we head into the, the midsection of June. The dust has settled on the 2021-22 season, and alongside me as always is the delectable Ronnie Pete. <laughs> Hi Chris. Hi. You're looking well, mind.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, thanks. Um, but the playoff, the playoffs are well behind us. Are you still suffering any playoff blues?
1: Not now. It, I mean, I think it was about four weeks ago that I finally got over it. <laughs> uh, it was horrendous and uh, I think what made it worse is I uh, won a bottle of pink gin in the raffle. What, well, at the playoff match? It was before that, but the I was picking up the prize. Oh, right. And it was in the office. <clears throat> and obviously, after that defeat, I looked at the, into the bottom of the bottle oh. and uh, pretty much finished it. <laughs> and uh, I was feeling very rough the next day, and then Gaz Burns consoled us and we were nearly crying and Tams. And the time's a great healer. Oh. And it's, it's And with the we're going to talk about today the developments it's uh it's well healed
0: yeah, yeah i mean i must admit i was flat as a fart after that game it was kind of it was like the whole season mm. encapsulated in 120 minutes wasn't it yeah
1: it was yeah it was a microcosm of it mm-hmm. and like after all the what, what got me was the fc united manchester game although we didn't play well it looked like we were back and carrying some luck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everyone was happy with that result and the last minute goal or whatever and then just went downhill from there. And, I mean, Grantham, oh <laughs> my god, I'm like I don't think I've, I don't think that many of the South Shields fans actually watched the match, they were in the bar. Obviously I was on the commentary with uh, Michael and we spent more time talking about racing each other around the track than we did the match. <laughs> <laughs> did you race? oh no yeah well we we did a he didn't want him because he oh because he uh do
0: you have a bet on like
1: no yeah i'll give him me stats stats and he decided not to race weight and how much i had to drink <laughs> i think it was how much you had to drink not a lot which is a lie how much you weigh not a lot oh no you could so we didn't have to race oh well
0: <laughs> with well, um a simple I mean, I, I missed that game because the cricket season started, so I was watching cricket. But like the the whole kind of I think the, the whole story of the season. I think we probably covered it all two podcasts ago. We mm. don't want to go over that again
1: because
0: mm. we've got obviously mixed reviews of that. Um, but of course, speaking of mixed reviews, we get mixed reviews on on everything that we do, which is fine.
1: Yeah.
0: don't mind being criticised. Any criticism, whether it's well any any kind of feedback, positive or negative, it doesn't matter, it's all worth worth it. And I suppose we have to say thanks to everyone for listening, really, because without the criticism, well, they, if they didn't criticise, they wouldn't have listened. So,
1: yeah, we, we, we want to get better, right? We want to, it's all about creating the debate and the interest. And yeah, we've had absolutely tremendous support from everyone. Obviously enjoy listening to the commentary and it's a good service for people especially people who can't get there yeah, yeah especially more of the people who, who are out of the country so it is enjoyable well sometimes it is i mean we had some absolute hor- howlers didn't we we did lancaster away and all that and then we had a few called off halfway down yeah <laughs> but, buxton
0: away was interesting that was yeah. a hair-raising day because of the weather
1: oh.
0: re- horrendous yeah. but but I, you know, I've got to say, yeah, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks to the club mm. for supporting us with that as well, because that mm. goes kind of unnoticed. You know, the club do support us with that in terms of transport and what have you. So that doesn't go unnoticed at all. But it was a tough gig towards the end of the season. Those four away games on the spin, remember, they were a hard slog, yeah. um, particularly when the performances weren't great. Um, and, and, and really... Well I would say that at the end of at the end of the season with it all done and dusted now um, I don't think we were ever beaten by a better team we were just beaten by teams that probably wanted it more yeah on those individual days
1: I think yeah, yeah. Probably... I think reflected on it some of these teams have got the legs mm-hmm. in the middle you got to have you got to have the ability to go around the pitch uh which I think,
0: well, Kevin touched on it, isn't he? He's touched on it in his interviews
1: mm-hmm.
0: after that, and um, I don't think that'll happen again. Yeah, and if if you look at what's happened since, and bearing in mind we're only a few weeks after, mm-hmm. um, we had those post-playoff blues. The kind of the clouds have been lifted. Really, I mean, I, I must admit I was flat. Um, I didn't really. I had no interest in doing another one of these for. I didn't know when I was going to do one, did mm. I, if I'm honest. Um, but the, the root and branch kind of well, investigation, for want, for want of a better word, has been carried out. And the changes that have already been made are pretty seismic. Mm. Um, just really delighted with the calibre of player That's being brought in, but also not just the caliber. I like, I like the cut of their jib Mm. in in interviews. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, last this time last year, or or, or, well, further into the summer, poor Dan could have just done like a pro forma for an interview and just changed the name of the interviewee, Mm. really, Mm -hmm. because. Project I want to be part of, you know. Yeah. But this time, people like Michael Woods have come out with some, but I, I think is good stuff. You can tell they've had a good career behind them. They know the they know what's required.
1: And um, I I think a lot of these players, and I, don't, I don't remember what Gary Little said, have been offered uh, contracts at a higher level. Mm-hmm. So they're making a sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. which is different. So I mean. It was, just before the season, we were talking to uh, Graham and John, weren't we, about the squad. And at that point, a lot of these uh, younger lads were looking, like, really good mm-hmm. in, in training. And in, in some of the friendlies. Uh, but as we know, it's very different when you cross that white line in this league. You, you, the the whole thing absolutely changes in some of them. Especially come October. Yeah, And some of them could... Yeah, I agree. Some of them... Um, couldn't cut the, cut the mustard, whether it was too early, whether they were too lightweight, whether they just didn't expect it. Some of them looked like rather than headlights, which you wouldn't get in training. Mm-hmm.
0: Some um, of them didn't yeah. want to be there by the looks of some from the demeanor there. on the pitch.
1: Yeah, and uh, I think the, the review, and I don't think anyone would be surprised at the results of the review. I mm-hmm. think we could have probably wrote ourselves. Yeah. Uh, it's about um, getting players in who know about the club. Yeah. Know about the region have done it before at a higher level it makes sense right it's like if you if your business you take risks but you like those risks to be uh, minimal mm-hmm. and if you've got someone like let's just say little who's just got uh, helped get harley Poo promoted to football league the, and maintain the football, li- uh, the football yeah. league yeah. Um, with a lot of uh, experience behind them and he's not a pushover like, if his age and maybe a slight risk of injury a few times, it's, it's not much of a risk, is
0: it? Well, no, it appears he, well, to me, looks like a proper athlete. And if you look at his age, he's just turned 36 today, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And um, if you look at, say, John Shaw, who, by the way, you know, was our it's still our best centre-half last season in our view, Ronnie. Without no, no. um,
1: I doubt. I feel sorry for him because... He, he, he was having to play, like, three games in a week mm-hmm. for a 38-year-old. Yeah. He wasn't expecting that. And not only that, he was, w- w- like, a big percent of the time. Babysitting. Last, last man from <laughs> his body on the way. Yeah. Babysitting, yeah. Um,
0: if you look at you know, Shorzy 2, 3 years ago, this is what kind of the, the age of Gary Little now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Shorzy of 3 years ago was magnificent, so... Yeah um it's a great sign and it's what we needed at the back a big athlete knows how to defend knows will know what is required
1: um, you know to be to be have that much experience you'll know the dark arts as well you've got to mm-hmm. them, at that level you, mm-hmm. we always talk about gary brown and the dark arts Do you, i think we're all desperate to get someone who knows that and maybe is a better player all around. Mm-hmm.
0: which you know, well Gary Little said he likes to play the ball on the deck. So, nice. well you look at the signings. You know, Mackenzie Heaney is the youngest at twenty three,
1: yeah.
0: which is which you know. And if you look at the, come from York via Buxton sort of thing, Martin Smith Hartleypool, Michael Woods York, Gary Little Hartleypool, Dylan Motley Henry Bradford Park Avenue, all from higher levels. Yeah. Um, out of them all, I suppose the one that kind of looks to be a potential risk. For me, if you look at it compared to sign last year, is Motley Henry, whose resume is quite long for a 24-year-old. Yeah. A bit like, you know, your Masanthas and that, but this lad brings sheer pace, which is something that Shields have never really had since the Cogdon and Foley days. And even then, Titch and, and, and David were at the twilight end of their career, yeah. but they were still rapid. Mm. Um... It, never, is a lot, you know, oh, it frightens defenders it's, it's if you get
1: that, that yard and you're good enough to push it past them it doesn't matter how physical they are because mm. they're not going to catch you but it's all about that touch isn't it I was watching Usain Bolt play for, in the soccer raid. you'd expect him to like get Bray all the time but his touch was <laughs> well I'd
0: like to think Dylan Motley-Henry's is a <laughs> slightly better touch wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. but it's changes all round you know obviously you know um, Shawsey has you know uh, has no longer has no longer a playing contract at South Shields, he has a coaching contract with the academy, so we wish him all the very best with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, great to see him still around the club, but he mm-hmm. moves to Dunstan, and Dunstan have got themselves a tremendous defender, oh, who there can still there. do it at that level, no doubt about it.
1: Well, good on, good on Shorzy for, to keep going with it, you know, it's, uh, you must still have the passion to get up, to train, um, mm-hmm. probably train times a week, mm-hmm. So obviously give up your Saturdays. Yeah. You must uh, you must really hate going to like IKEA or something. <laughs> because that's exactly what I would do as well. <laughs> I think his
0: wife and sons watch football, you know, Ronnie. Oh, okay. I do think. So it'll probably be Sundays that he'll go to IKEA. Uh, or Ikea <laughs> as Mima used to call it. Players who are leaving the club
1: Ronnie.
0: Uh uh-huh. of course. Nathan Law. Mm. Got the Kidderminster. It's a good move for him.
1: Hmm, it is. I uh, I always like Nathan. Yeah. He was a big character around, yeah, he did a them. lot of stuff off the pitch and he's had some great times and I think we said this one of the last podcasts, uh, it's just the only thing about Nathan is, you know, he's been a full-time pro for, years and how was he, 27, 28? I don't know, maybe 27, 27. 26, 27. Full-time contract all the way and never really played at a, at a high senior level, it's just, it's very interesting how non-league football works. Yeah. And, uh, Good luck with him, uh, yeah. He's a good, good guy, he's a guy good guy. lad.
0: He's, he's done, he's been a big supporter of ours, helped out over the years with bits and pieces of interviews and things. And um, he is a good lad, and yeah. I, I wish him all the very best. He's had some detractors, and I'm not quite uh, um aligned with those detractors on certain things. Mm. Um, at least he gave a. shit.
1: He did, and you know, some when, when people haven't got the full story, they'll just fill in the gaps. Mm. It's like, okay, he might fell out the manager, but and of know, course he did. Like that happens all the time. Of course it does. You know, it's, it's some. It's some things just come to an end. Yeah, I, that was. It is what it is. Yeah. but
0: thankfully, obviously, he's got a new deal. He's got a new set of teeth and all. He, he, I need
1: one. Oh, <laughs> <All> you need. I got some money.
0: Ah, it looks like you've been in a fight. Well, I've been trying to be healthy, you know. You haven't been... yeah. Them, that, that thing that smashed into your face on Boxing Day hasn't... No, used to get, no, has no I might
1: have loosened it, though. <laughs> it's, uh, I've been trying to be healthy doing most of my exercise. Come down on the a drink, and then I started eating trail mix. Like, nuts and that, and then yesterday, I just must have bitten the front really hard, and <laughs> my caps just shattered. <laughs> front you seat. got the
0: right clip, man. <laughs> um, anyway, um, Alex Kempster has decided to... To leave football for the time being to okay. go travelling. All right. So um, we wish him all the very best and thank him for his efforts at Shields. Um, other releases: Dom Agnew, Mitch Rose, Blair Rossiter, um, Blair Rossiter a lad we sponsored.
1: Yeah.
0: And um, <laughs> we've been a bit Jonas, haven't we? We sponsored players, and then obviously oh. the, we sponsored yeah. Luke Daly before that. Okay. And uh,
1: look what happened to Luke. Yeah. So, I I don't think we're going to do next season. <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, uh, Blair and Oscar, you always looked really good when he came on. Yes, yeah. nice and He's yeah. slight.
0: He suffered one or two injuries, and I, I watched him in the Academy, one of the National Cup semi finals, um, a couple of months back. Mm-hmm. And he was carrying a knock, yeah. and he looked pretty ineffective. And I kind of thought that uh, kind of right, the writing looked on the wall sort of thing for the lad. Yeah. Um, Domagnew, mm-hmm. um, a young centre half, and uh, young centre halves are on a hayden and nothing at this level, oh, you know.
1: You perhaps. About you, yeah,
0: perhaps if we'd been promoted, mm. you know, two years ago and we were playing at a higher level, it might have worked out easier for him. Which is quite bizarre, but that's the way it works. I think this not the Northern Premier League, is the most physical. So, um, a young centre-half who will ply his trade elsewhere and hopefully will get better for it. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got like something you look about him. He's a
1: player, you look at player but there you're right, it's like, if you remember, but, well, you remember who Warrington had up front, that Innes fella. He's kind of eating for his breakfast. Didn't well, if eat. you look at
0: that game, I thought he was exhausted after half an hour. Totally. He, and he, he, he played the whole thing.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Unbe- I mean, unbelievable. A bit of, um, motivation and a bit of adrenaline. Mm-hmm. You know we're not talking about that <laughs> yeah, I think uh, players like that and the, the guy who plays up front for uh Matlock. <laughs> the animals. Yeah yeah of course they are. Uh, animals.
0: Um Mitch Rose is gone. Um no he was on he was on a non contract deal. Mm. Um a lot of people liked him. I liked him but I don't I I, I don't think he's the player that people thought he was going to be. And I know Graham had massively high hopes for him mm. when he came at Christmas, just before Christmas. Mm. Perhaps one of the final pieces of the jigsaw, but it didn't work out like that. Clearly unfit. Hadn't played for a long time. His fitness was really low. Um, and I just felt that his, his first touch isn't that great. Um, mm. if, if I'm being honest, I thought I thought his best games were at right back. you going to say that? Uh, he, I think that might be because you don't do as much
1: running like that. If yeah. you don't want him. I mean, I mean, well, does. Yeah. But if you just want to hold and take a breath, mm-hmm. it's a good position. Yeah, I thought when, when he first played, he was... At Whitby, starting, at Whitby. He yeah, there? he looked he a good.
0: class apart, but in midfield he didn't. No, he didn't be right. I mean, if you look at the games, yeah. like a way to Mickle over and that, it yeah. just
1: was poor. He scored that good goal, yeah. Yeah. that. Yeah, yeah.
0: He's not a bad player. I'm not having a, you know, I'm just yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah, saying, yeah. I don't think he's the player that a lot well, of people thought he was I, going I, to be. I
1: agree with you.
0: And maybe the, the fact that he hadn't played football for so long... Was it, you know, really affected him? He might need a really good, hard
1: pre-season to get him back into the swing of things, but... He um,
0: just not have the legs in the
1: field. You know, there's too many last season who just didn't have the legs to get around. Yeah, the we missed and... Callum
0: Ross's fitness. Yeah, you know, right. Callum yeah. is clearly, you know, he's generally probably the fittest lad in the squad. Yeah. And um, we missed him badly in that second half of the season. And it's great to see him back training again.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Really great. I, ho- I hope all things goes well for the lad. Cause he's a great lad um so there's, there's a few people gone uh, new faces but also there's going to be some old faces will jenkins sam hodgson both got new contracts delighted about that excellent
1: uh, uh yeah it's a very interesting journey that going on isn't it it's, it is yeah you strike for your first team place, you get it, you get an injury. In, in Jenkins' case, he was on fire and he got an injury. In he was never the same last season. He never season. really recovered. Yeah. And then you've got Sam who was not in the goals in from the bench. Uh, I don't think he ever had a, a consistent run on the team, where I think he would have been... Yeah. I, I don't think they would have lost anything by giving him that run, mm-hmm. uh, in, in terms of the people who they played instead. It's just it's just some size. It's we just talked about big centre halves against you, big centre forwards against young centre halves. You get the same problem either way. Mm-hmm. But then when you see the likes of that Stuart Bevan, yeah, for he's only he's slight, small, but what a player. Yeah, he knows how to use his body. So if if, if Sam can kind of and I'm sure he's I'm sure he's got the best teacher in Kevin Phillips, if it's slight centre half, small Set- centre forward. Yeah, um, how to deal with it? Perfect. So he'd be learning. In the summer, um, I think everyone's got so much time for uh, Sam and Will because
0: they wear the heart on the sleeve. The The local lads, they want the best of the club. I mean, Will. I mean, uh, to me, the the, the season changed completely last year at Nantwich.
1: Yeah, that was in
0: in so many, many, many different ways. Um, It was just bang. You know, Graham was unwell, wasn't there? The pitch, the pitch. That was the first time I saw a pitch to start to look a bit. You know autumnal and and yeah. what have you will's injury i don't think the team recovered from that that day
1: mm-hmm. um and then and they, they created a bus they part of the bus really didn't they you come did and down and 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 that's when right. oh. my got sent off blah, 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 blah. Oh, but yeah. will
0: will himself never you know and that was such a difficult injury to come back from you had a hole in your leg <laughs> you know that must always be at the back of your mind it's got to be it's it's got to be so hopefully yeah. um again a good pre-season but Will will see him at his best because he, if you remember the game before, he'd made such a massive Brilliant. impact at home to Lancaster um, in, the, in that second half. So I think
1: he, the Ryan was on the wall though, you know, it's like, why do you, re- if, you if you've got a, a league winning team, why do you need to bring your youngins on to change the game? Should we bring your youngins on to like, get some experience yeah. and, and get more goals? That's right. But you know, hindsight's a good thing, I suppose.
0: It is, but uh, you know we, we, we touch upon the thing, these things because if you look at the retained list for now, players still on contract. There are players there who won't be at the club. I hope, yeah, come July August. Um, I don't think it's a it's any kind of secret who I have no time for. Um, I'd I like to think that they'll be off the club's books sooner rather than later, but they're still contracted for now. Um, but, but I, 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 with the players that Kevin's brought in so far, um, all five of those would get in a team ahead of the ones that I have no time for. And I think Kevin's seen through that, hasn't he? He said it. He, meant, he talked about the fitness.
1: Yeah. I he talked was, about the fitness. And you've got the, uh, the, just the understanding of the region yeah, and the club and the people around the, like the fans and the people around the club. Uh, you're, you're always worried when you have uh, 20, 15 clubs already, mm. when you're only a young lad really, in the grand scheme of things. But I think the club might have to take a loss, because yeah. for some club to pay more than we're paying them, they would have, they would have had to have showed something quite special last uh, season. Mm. So you're probably going to have to offload them at a bit of a cost.
0: Mm. As long as you get them off, to me, get just get them off the payroll. Mm. Um, the draining resources.
1: I suppose if someone comes with lower wages, then they could go, but I don't think they're going to go there. They've gonna contract. They're, gonna, they're only going to go for either equal or more, or closer to their uh, their home. Their home.
0: Mm-hmm. Notice that um, Cedric Maine is stepping up his um, rehab. Or as Simon May said to us the other day, rehash. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um,
0: is he is he getting down to it? Is he trying to look good to to save face? Is he trying to look good to get himself another deal somewhere else? I would just say this: FC United Manchester would not have released him at that stage of a season with that ability had he not been a liability. Yeah.
1: If no I, way would
0: Neil Reynolds do that.
1: Yeah. we like I said before. We're we're in the business now of dead certs. I don't think we should take any unnecessary risks on anyone Yeah. Um, and I think there's a few players there that are under contract that I think we probably got last season in desperation.
0: Yes, I would agree. Uh,
1: Because we need to get bodies in the door, except we did have injuries and all that, but uh, I think in general it was we need a striker, here's one, he looks good and then, and then we, we, get we get another one and then we get another one it's one one game in one game out, injured sending offs and then not looking interested and then you, I think you could probably cope with one maybe two of those players but not like
0: one tops one tops, of of one tops. Yeah. you know I on the premium only podcast um, I asked when we signed JJ Hooper, for instance, um, Trevor, who I do that podcast, one of the lads I do the podcast with, he's a Barnett fan. We signed him for Barnett. I asked him about JJ Hooper and he said, yeah, he'll come in, he'll score goals, he'll look good and then he'll get injured and then he'll come back and he'll not look arsed. And I, and I reckon that just about sums it up. came true. It came true. Um, but there's changes all over the place. Um, the Root & Branch Review sees um, Lee Picton. Back on the grass, um, sporting director and responsible for the the academy structure and its as they drive that forward, but also with first team coaching responsibilities. Not many better coaches around than Lee Pickton in my view. So and he knows the league, he knows the area, he he knows what was missing last year. Yeah. And. Um, I think that is a very wise move.
1: I think we said on a couple of podcasts at the back end of last season, it's like knowing this league is and how it works is is half the battle. Yeah. Uh, Which is probably why we made some decisions on the pitch that we did. And uh, I just think that. He, when I was talking to him, you could see he was very frustrated because if you're a CEO, you're not, you're not, you shouldn't talk to the manager about football. It's not your mm-hmm. job. That's right. But obviously, because he's seen the team, he's got his own ideas. He's seen the league. He he would have been very frustrated not to be able to get involved. Yeah. But I mean, fair play to him, he he hasn't. Yeah. Um, but now he can. But now he can, and I think it's a great move, a uh, shrewd move, and. I don't know what CEO responsibilities are but I think there's a few of them that pick it up yeah I mean uh, Jeff's yeah.
0: taking on some of you know as well as being chairman he's you know once again you know Jeff's backing backing it all you know and, and clearly you know Paul McPherson, um, Glenn Stidov are oh, doing a lot of other work Yeah, they should, they the, they be the, doing the other obviously the other non executive directors as well um, will be doing some of those bits and pieces I'm sure but Jeff um I think he, he, his message in the email that we received as season ticket holders kind, kind of some of the word might have got people a little bit alarmed,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know. But it can't go on forever. It, 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 nothing lasts forever. But you know the fact that he is back in Kevin uh, with what we've seen so far with the new recruits, mm-hmm. um, this is going to be one hell of a one hell of a um, go at getting out of the league once and for all, um, All we'll talk probably more about the coming season in the next podcast which will be during pre-season, um, but obviously, you know, it's kind of almost make or break.
1: Well, that's what I thought last season, Well, uh, and you know, the more this goes on, the more I could. Completely, not really should mm-hmm. I think one
0: of the. If you look at what what ha- look what we've just talked about over the last twenty odd minutes. Um, it had to be done because if you think of what's happening at St James's Park, mm-hmm. if you look what's happening at the Stadium of Light mm-hmm. with after after Sunderland got promotion, the the naysayers from those clubs who didn't want to really go mm-hmm. for various reasons and they were very valid reasons, of course, mm-hmm. who might have come to Shields, well. You know, we they might just go back to those games now, and we now need to make sure that we can hold on and maintain the the numbers that we've got coming into the ground, and also continue to look to recruit new. But you have you can only do that with good football. It's it's all about what happens on the pitch. Yeah, we can talk about people moan about queues and, uh, but that that just doesn't bother me at all. All I'm all I'm bothered about.
1: Is what happens on the grass. This is it. Like you could, you could make the best business acumen decisions. And maybe they, they probably did last season some great business decisions, which made revenue and attracted people to the club. But it means absolutely nothing if we're still playing at this level. That's the thing. <laughs> we, we've got
0: to remember that if you look at, if you look at the, some of the players that it's clear who we don't really rate or, or like as footballers. You know, those players didn't really get themselves what I call around the club. You know, we, we, we drink after games. Um, you know, you see some of the players just have a, you know, even if it's just a lemonade after the game and mix, some of them didn't. Now, you've got to, you know, as you go up leagues, you know, you know it's not going to happen, at you know, Premier League level, Championship level, but we're Northern Premier League. We're, non, we're not even National League, we're Northern Premier League. And mm. that kind, of, I think, was kind of forgotten by one or two of those because they think that they're full-time players and I'm a yeah, professional footballer, yeah, 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 yeah. me. And I don't have to talk to these supporters. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's Northern Premier League. Yeah. Um, so what I've, what I've, you know, speaking for myself, what I've seen and what I've heard from those players who have come in so far, I've enjoyed listening to them. They, 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 talk, they talk very well, but in a way in which I feel quite comfortable with, I, I don't think these are risks. These yeah. aren't risks that are coming in. These are proven footballers who are coming in. You know, if you look at Mackenzie Heaney, was at Buxton last year, he knows the score. You know, he's, he yeah. knows the score. and the,
1: Of course. You course. know, he's the
0: youngest at 23, but
1: he'll know what's required. Well, he does. He's, he's, he's been in that team that... Because I, I heard his interview, and it was like, when, when he was there, they, were, they, were, they probably, probably wouldn't have thought they were going to win the league. Mm-hmm. And then he stayed, and, and, and they've won it. I agree with what you said about this. I think there's a lot to be read into the first interviews at the club Mm -hmm. because you said before there's a stock script that you can get about the excited about the project, all that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff. Whereas these, the four of these five players personalized their. They did. Personalized why? Yes. And. They
0: said they wanted to be part of it, but they did it in a way which excites me. Yeah,
1: because they they personalize it, which means they are genuinely. Mm want it, uh, rather than, because you can tell if it's a stock thing, like, you know, we want to be part of the project, and it's great up here, I've heard about it, my granny used to live here or whatever, um, whereas these, these players that we've got now are like, just northeast accents, and you can tell that they want to, they want to come here, and obviously Kevin Phillips is a big pole, of course he is. he's a big pull and they would have they heard about us more than most, because they're from here. Yeah, and uh, uh, probably have uh, probably played against us recently as well. Of course, um,
0: one player that um, I'm so I'm just delighted that he's staying because there's always a, a concern that he's that good that we could lose him. is Jordan Hunter. Yeah. He got support as player of the year when you think he le- he missed half the season, but still got support as player there and made the league team. The, the you know the the, the league um, All Star Eleven. You know, despite playing just half a season, tells you the calibre of the kid.
1: Yeah, Jordan, we were talking about, like, people being around the club. Yeah. I think there was a few of us staying after that playoff match, and Jordan was absolutely distraught. Yeah. He came up to apologise, and obviously he said that he had nothing to apologise, at least he took the penalty. But (laughs) just being thinking there, look back, you couldn't have written a worse script. So the people in mr Tanties that did oh it's yeah. horrendous but he, he what we know about him is he'll he'll come back from yeah the, he's got a good mentality and he he loves it around here and,
0: and his, his mum and dad you know yes. love the fact he's at shields they're great folk as well and um delighted that he's for now anyway
1: <laughs>
0: that he's staying i can't wait to see him back in a in a in a shield shirt again but we can't wait to see everybody back in a shield shirt and it's not that long till pre-season because. Really, Pre season training starts, I think, on the thirtieth of June,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is just a couple of weeks away. Yeah. And then of course the pre season programme started Berwick. After Berwick, eh?
1: We are after three tickets. <laughs> uh, the Simon Branch are gonna take over Coach B <laughs> <laughs> in Newcastle the Bligh, uh, Berwick. In, uh, oh dear, so yeah, that's gonna be quite interesting, I think
0: good day out with And oh, if, if you look at the fixtures you know Berick, Blythe spartans barrow ashington scarborough heaven shilton dunson it's a good mix
1: yeah, it's a
0: really good mix of teams from above our level or just below our level and it'll be a great mix for the lads to get in get themselves stuck in um and i mean the i, I won't be at the, the home games unfortunately um or any of the saturday games just for me for me other sporting commitments but I'll try just in the summer pardon just in the summer just in Not the summer ever. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do have interest in oh you talking about the friendlies this, yeah 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 <laughs> I, I I do have interest in the summer game um yeah. but I will I'll be more than likely at the uh, the tuesday night matches um so I I can of we I, I I renew my season ticket I, I you know just just those changes that have been announced you know on on and off the pitch um have kind of got me they've reinvigorated me interest
1: um it's kind of like everything that we've asked for not just us fans it's like passion for the club legs to be able to get around the club yeah. uh have played at a decent level ideally local it's all the things that we've said that we want to happen um and then we're seeing it in front of our eyes i do think if we could get a proven striker at this level because mm-hmm. we'll, you know like that that guy from there matlock was a buxton he's he signed for a, a, a bigger team now oh but anyway i, I think he scored about 32 goals is that from whitby oh Whitby it was whitby, the yeah, yeah, whitby. whitby oh yeah yeah. i think he scored about 30. Uh, 32 goals yeah it's yeah. like for whitby Aye, that gives you so many points yeah whereas our top score was probably on 16 17 yeah
0: um i do think that someone like like a jason gilchrist but maybe mm. slightly bigger um yeah. remember how instrument how sorry um how much of an impact Seth and Gonzalez made in that short spell. Yeah. Um, you look at some of the strikers that we've come up against, you know, Akpa Akpro, Radcliffe, oh, and yeah. it, the, those, if you look at Warrington in the playoff, the, the, the spine, the whole spine of that team was like six foot three plus.
1: And, Remember that Italian s- Salon Femmery at Oh. The big was uh, tremendous. Uh, what a touch. Big yeah. unit. Yeah, yeah. score. Set up. Very good. Yeah. So they are they are out
0: there, are out there. Um, but I mean Kevin said I think, or, or, or I'm not sure. If, I think it was Dylan Motley Henry might have said in his interview that there were one or two more new faces to come in as well. So we're not at the end of it yet. So it's exciting. It's exciting. Season season ticket sales are going pretty well. Um, Paul McPherson stated that they're looking to and last year. There was roughly about a thousand. They're hoping to try and beat that, and okay because of the the outlay that clearly they've made on these new players. I'd just like to think that they might be able to recoup some of the the losses with the um, with the sale of a few players who are on contract. Mm, um, yeah. But it's exciting times, given the fact that we are right in the middle of the off-season. Um, the fact that we, we're able to talk at length about so many different things, particularly Joe Monks, of course, coming in as, as football operations manager as well. Oh. Uh, so he, he's going to be looking at... Recruitment at strength and conditioning and all kinds of stuff because remember what Kevin said we didn't look fit last season and clearly we weren't. We, we, a full time team, it's very strange, that, isn't, isn't it? it? Very strange, but we weren't. If you look at no, everything, everybody we came up against. Um,
1: if I didn't have to work, I'd be fit, I'm quite fit anyway. Yeah, are we really fit? Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. don't understand, I don't know, it's hard. To
0: well, whatever it. happened, happened, but clearly we, we weren't as fit as we should have been Uh, and because really without wanting to put any undue pressure on anybody not just south shield anyone if you are a full-time professional outfit playing in an in a semi-professional competition you would expect to win that competition by a reasonable amount yeah so i'm in football terms if three points for a win you've got to be looking to you know to win some win the league by i don't know nine Ten points, yeah. um, which is what we were going to do. But we'll, we're we'll not going into that. But you know, you, you, that's what you would look to do. Well, it's the same um, with
1: every field, right? If, if I just dabbled in funerals, and then I came to like do a funeral, you'd be far better than us. And if you just dabbled in computers and you try to do, yes, yeah, yeah. it's, like, it's the same. And that you expect the full time yes professional to do way better
0: yes than the amateur. Then,
1: yeah, yeah, the semi pro.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so um, so there's lots of things going on. Still the stand, the new stand, the completion isn't quite there, but work's ongoing. I noticed one of the lads who's worked on the stands has bought a season ticket.
1: Okay.
0: The black lad. I, I wonder if well, it's I the... the on the
1: karaoke? I hope it country. is,
0: because he's a cracking singer, and yeah. if he's got a season ticket, he's going to be a, a star of the show. Is it Owen? I think his name's Owen. Yeah. Um, if that's him who sings as well, I'd be delighted with I've that. I forgot
1: about the karaoke.
0: That's an How movie. can you forget about karaoke?
1: I just been talking, thinking about the football. It just made us feel happy. <laughs> me. If the new bars are open as well,
0: yeah, yeah, of course.
1: Oh yeah, yes. I'm happy with that.
0: <laughs> oh, there's a good smile on your face. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. So what? Um. What you up to anyway, Ronnie? Just for the for the for the fans listening in, are you up to much? You said you were getting
1: fit again. Getting fit, like finally, just uh, lost a bit away from the lockdown. Mm-hmm. Uh doing a few jobs around the house and being out a few times obviously working and having an accident at least every month, you know this 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 month. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the way it is. But yeah, like can't complain. We had a few parties, we had a party We did had a good one, didn't we? Uh, Jubilee. Yeah, karaoke. Karaoke, yeah. It was, uh, so yeah, always having fun. You've got to have fun and uh can't complain really. Aye. So We've had
0: a canny oh, 40 minutes. Nearly half a football. It's
1: kind of good and me. it won't be long
0: till we'll have another half a football. We're nearly there. Yeah. Um so once again everybody, you know, Ronnie and I watched the office sincere thanks for listening. Whether that's to the podcast, to the live match commentaries, to both, we really appreciate your support. It means that we're not just doing it for now. Um we, we, we've got we've got a good following and we really appreciate it. We love it and we're going to continue doing it the best that we can as long as people want us to. Um, So thanks again. We're going to get back together again further into pre-season, because by then you'd like to think that the business Kevin wanted to do will be complete, Um, we'll see how the first two or three games go, Yeah. Um, although your review of the Berwick game might be a bit blurred. Um, (laughs)
1: Well, I'm used to it. No, I can I can recall. I'll do it. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um but we okay. hope you all are having a, a, a nice early summer. We hope we we get some proper summer weather and we're gonna top our tans up ready to get back down to First Cloud Arena in the in the summer to show them off. Um but Ronnie, thanks very much for your hospitality in the new studio. A yeah. complete complete studio. Acoustics. Fantastic, fantastic yeah. venue. It's beautiful this. It's the best we've ever had. Yeah. Uh, I'll keep trying
1: to improve.
0: so thanks mate and thank you everybody so from Ronnie myself Chris um, thanks for listening we'll see you soon and uh, up the mariners thanks for listening to this mariners podcast there'll be another one along soon
1: before you can see it, Robert Briggs